The Versecast is brought to you by Engine. Create your free gaming community website at enjin.com. Good ships with those guys. Pre-hanger, re-live, corded from virtual mind hive, no pest stripper pole. Wow. Mm. That's impressive. You know, first I thought it was all backwards, but then... It's it, sideways, it really. It really wasn't. No. It's like if you mm. thought in parallel, this would be what came out. Somewhere in some parallel dimension, that just happened. Yep. The no pest stripper pole really... <laughs> Mind-blowing. I'm not sure that's even possible. Oh, the jokes. The joke's there. But we shan't go there. No, not today. For today is September 6th, 2947, and we are those guys with stretch pants. And you are tuned to episode number 171 of the Versecast, our Star Citizen Gaming Community Podcast now. Okay, first off, uh, Hurricane, Hurricane, no, it's three syllables. It's got three syllables, unless you've had about six or seven Hurricanes, at which which, uh, point it doesn't matter how you say it. It's a single. It means handcuffs, that's what it Mm -hmm. means, Mm -hmm. just handcuffs. Um, Hurricane Irma, yeah, it seems like uh, we were just here, and uh, so... Um, serious note to start the show, please, everyone uh, in the uh, in the southeast, please be safe. Um, and if you can, if you can help someone who can't help themselves, uh, please try to do that too. Especially the older folks. I mean, some of those pictures coming out of uh, Harvey were, were were rather heartbreaking. So, um, you know, peek in a window if you see somebody that need that can't help themselves. You know, do what you can. Mark, you have a personal connection to the situation in Florida, yes? I do. Turns out I live here. Wow! Can you uh, share a little bit about what's going on for you, what it's like to be there? Yeah, sure. Well, see, so I'm an insurance agent on my day job. Nothing I ever dreamed of. Mmm. Yes. So anyway, so incidentally, people have been going crazy trying to get their insurances in place because, you know, no one actually wants to pay for it, so they try to cheap out as much as possible. And then a giant should-be Category 6 hurricane comes rolling down the pipe, and they're all like, "I maybe I shouldn't have. <laughs> like, what's $300 now? Yeah, well, about that. So anyway, um, I, so, you know, my life has been revolving around, you know, putting out fires continuously for the last several days. But regardless, Hurricane Irma, at the, at the time of recording... Mm-hmm. Uh, is just going through what Puerto Rico, I think, or something like that. I think that's where they're. they're it was Barbados this morning. It was Barbados think, this right? morning, yeah. And I think they were heading. I think the next one was was, uh, was Puerto Rico. If I'm not mistaken, I, I could be wrong. I don't. I don't remember my geographies. Now, what about uh, the Cuba? The Cuba is right in there too. Yeah, right? the Cuba is like later on. That's like a like a sun like a Saturday Sunday sort of thing. 
Right, but um, I mean, it looked like he was going right over the top yeah. of the Cuba from the um, from the last. Um, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. No, it, from from the spaghettis, which apparently are not something you should ever take to heart, um, but everyone likes the spaghetti models, so they look at them and um, uh, yeah, not. Uh, yeah, apparently there's something to do with the mountains in Cuba. Sometimes, uh, depending on where a hurricane comes, it can like kind of careen off of things. I don't really know. There are a lot of native Floridians down here, uh, which is actually a misnomer because there are no native Floridians. Every time I meet someone, it's always, where are you from? And it's somewhere that's not Florida. Mm. So, yeah. uh, regardless, um, yeah, no, all of them think, uh, yeah, they said, oh, yeah, you got to do this, this other thing. And, oh, I remember that one and it came over this way and then so forth and so on. So, I'm learning a lot. So I've only been here for mm-hmm. several years, but um, mm-hmm. yeah. So at, at this time, they're evacuating. Let's see, uh, they've evacuated uh, Key Key West, all those guys mm-hmm. down there, and then uh, they're thinking they're trying to evacuate Miami, telling people they probably should leave. Um, wow. Yeah. So that's kind of where we're at now. Wow. Um, now you are are west coast of Florida. Yeah, right? I'm west coast. So I'm just south of Tampa. So I'm you know I'm 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 a uh, yeah, I'm not really any close to that. I'm about five hours away from there or so. About, okay. But, um, yeah, I guess the problem is, too, is apparently you don't want to be on the right side of a hurricane. I guess they all spin the same direction. I don't really know. Wow. But it's called the Who dirty knew? side because it's where all the no-no spots are, I guess. I don't... The, I don't is that a meteorological <laughs> I'm pretty term? sure that's meteorological. No, uh, no. Yeah, no. Apparently, like that's where all the like. I guess the left side isn't nearly as bad, and the right side is where like uh, I don't know if it's just how it works, but apparently that side just gets dumped, you know, just tons of crap on it. And uh, I guess that's where all the trash goes. Probably the worst weather. I'm told. I guess a lot of water gets dumped on the right side too, so it tends to get like, mm. a whole lot of flooding and whatnot occur from it. Uh, so, I guess we'll see. Right now, it's saying it's going off to the to the east. It may not even hit hit Florida. Could could go right over my house. Mm-hmm. So. Mm. Who knows? But so, a whole lot of people, a whole lot of crazy, lines up for, for gas, uh, lines out oh, the, God. like, like blocks away. Um, mm-hmm. There are only two major highways going out of Florida, 75 and 95, and mm-hmm. they are both packed. Um, well, coming yeah. off the Keys is just one two-lane road, Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, so that one is, yeah, they've gotten, I think last I heard they had evacuated 25,000 of the 30,000 residents. So they okay, have, good. yeah, so... For the most part, that's pretty much evacuated. Um, but that's way south, and that's that kind of goes up through. I think it connects south of Miami, if I'm not mistaken. So a lot of those people, what ends up happening, apparently, is a lot of people end up, you know, they'll go just far enough. It's like the people in the Keys, the Key West, will go to Miami and, and, and try to, you know, hunker down there. And then they evacuate right. Miami. So then they all come up through, you know, they all hit, you know, the next one. Like, you know, then they'll go up to, like, Orlando or something like that or, you know, that sort of thing. And then they'll all sit there. And then they'll tell them they got to move up farther. So then they all move up farther. So, unfortunately, when you evacuate the bottom of the state uh, first, then everyone gets clogged up the entire time your evacuations are happening. As opposed to, like, the right. top of the state first. But you really can't do it from top down. So, yeah, you just I guess you just deal with it. Anyway, so it's an experience. We'll, yeah, we'll see well, how it goes. Um, are, so you have not received an evacuation order yet? No, we have not. Uh, depending on which way it turns, we may or may not. Um, I guess okay. we'll just have to see. Um, I'm hoping that we don't, mainly because then I can protect my computer. Yes, yes, yes. I, I, you know, it's so funny because you know you hear about and you see stories about the folks who refuse to evacuate, 
And I think, you know, Monday morning quarterbacking that, it's really easy to say, well, like, duh, you should have oh, yeah. should have left. Oh, my God. But, God, you know, I've never been in that situation. It would be hard. Like, you know, all the, you know, especially being, you know, a little later in life as I am, you know, I've got a home and I've got, you know, furnishings that I've worked a long time uh, along with Mrs. Gleep to, uh, to put in that home. And accumulate? God, that would be. Yeah. yeah, I mean, because you can't. Sure, you're insured, but, you know, it's. Man, it's yeah. I. I just really feel bad for those folks. It's yeah. just it's 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 awful, awful, awful situation. And um, I hope everybody um, everybody can be safe. And um, hopefully, uh, Irma will decide to uh, head towards Europe. You know, yeah, just take off. Um, uh, take yeah, uh, take a cruise. What's fine with me? Yeah, take take a hard right. Hard just right. Take a hard right. And um, and uh, enjoy the Atlantic. Yeah, you know, Florida, Florida, you know, if you've, if you've been to Disneyland, Disney World, you know, kind of the same thing. Pretty same thing. So. Not a big difference. I've been to both. Yeah. You're not missing much. Right. Yeah. Yeah. One interesting thing, though, is that the you know, the uh, the electronics, probably insurances, is most uh, standard policies, uh, at least down here, and I believe it's a national thing. It may not be, though. Uh, you know, they only cover like $1,500, maybe $2,500 worth of electronics. I mean, come on. Mm. That's like... That's like one room in my house, so right, right. I mean, you know, because yeah. nerd. So I don't. Yeah, yeah. Really, yeah. So I took pictures of everything with the serial numbers, in the anticipation that if it did get ruined, I would at least make sure to max that out, uh, and, yeah. and then not replace my Xbox and my PlayStation, but instead spend it all on computer things. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, it's uh, that that the, that gecko. He's not nerd friendly. No, he is not nerd friendly. Damn gecko. Yeah. So, so what what happens now at this point? Um, you being in the biz, uh, someone you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, pants on head Gleep shows up and says, you know, I I canceled that policy last year. Uh, I like to reinstate that. Uh, can you do that now? Right now? Yeah. So interestingly enough, well, what happens is is which is really odd. Okay. So usually, uh, in, in previous years, and having talked to some, uh, one of the coworkers, it's been there about thirty years. Typically, when a hurricane comes down the pipe, it's, you know, they'll wait until uh, much closer to start closing down. What they do is they close down the ability to write new business, essentially to, to, to place new policies. Um, mm-hmm. And they'll do it for, I mean, we're talking homes, flood insurance, you know, any kind of business insurance, liability stuff, car stuff. I mean, everyone just shuts down when it gets bad. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Like this, so that's basically what they've done. Is uh, normally it would have happened. So if you were to take a normal timeline, it probably would have happened like on Saturday for us. You know, just before it hits, usually something like that. Well, this time they mm-hmm. shut it down uh, yesterday, which was Tuesday, uh, which is unheard of. I mean, that's like wow. I mean, that's that's but it was more than f- six days before they were anticipating that it was actually going to hit. So now. Are you around. aware of what happened in Houston? Because I'm just yeah. wondering, coming back, you know, off the back of, of Harvey. Mm-hmm. I mean, if the insurance companies are just going, you know, we got to cut this now. Yeah. Well, the difference is in Florida, there's a lot of uh, there are a lot there are a lot smaller companies. So your mm-hmm. your uh, nationwide, your all your all states, and your uh, your your Geico and your uh, was it uh, was a couple of State Farm things like that. They may do some insurance down here, but they don't do all of it. Um, so a lot of it, so what you have is you have a ton of companies that do just Florida. They're just as good, but they only do, you know, they they can handle the insurance fine for one state, but they're not a multi, they're not a national company. So, so that type of thing. So tons of them. Uh, so those guys get, those guys get the, you know, get nuts as far as that goes. 
but uh, oh. yeah. So there. So what, we'll see what happens. You're saying uh, pants on uh, on head Gleep has no chance of oh, no. getting his. Oh no! Well, that's what I've been doing a lot, a lot. Honestly, the last several days have just been you know call up. Hey, I really want to get that flood insurance in place now. Really want to like, dude. Yeah, I can get you. I can get you in place, but it won't be good until usually there's a there's a 30 day. Um, waiting period uh, for the national stuff or some private stuff you can get a little bit sooner but for the most part it's like yeah I mean I can get you insurance but it, it's not going to be any useful you know it's not going to be useful for this to go around so you kind of missed the boat on that one but uh, yeah. and then they shut everything down so yeah what are you going to do Ugh. Ugh. well of, of course we hope everything goes as well as possible for uh, for you and for everyone uh, there in, in the Florida um, and, uh, and your family so yeah. please take care of yourself uh, Mark the org needs you <laughs> right. Oh God, no. Yeah. One thing. Uh, I, I mean, I guess. I, I guess we'll see if I can. Maybe I'll record some terrible weather that we can wow. uh, put somewhere or something like that. Or you know, I'll be like one of these guys. I was <laughs> so get watch this thing. There's all these tweets from people like, "Hey, I'm in Barbados. You know, I got evacuated in the, 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 you know, the thing like a, like a stairwell hotel, and it just sounds like like jet engines are going on around us. I'm not sure if we. I think we just lost power. You know, hashtag Irma for life. You know, <laughs> hurricanes are cool. You know, crosses finger symbols. I'm like, are you serious? Like that's the most important thing to do right now is uh, is get out your tweet. Like, really? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Apparently it is. So and there are dudes out there wanting to surf it too. Oh, for so, serious, yeah. So oh, I guess yeah. uh, apparently I'm not that guy. So I don't know. <laughs> hey, who knew? You know, it, it's a special time in a man's life when he realizes I'm not that guy. <laughs> right. And that's usually when they become like employable and marriageable. Yeah, like, like <laughs> useful to society. <laughs> yes. When Saint Darwin says, "No, you're not one of my flock." No. Move on, young one. You have passed the test. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers. Okay. Alrighty then. So, Mark, um, other than that, what else is uh, in new in your life right now? I, I'm guessing this has been sort of all-encompassing and whatnot. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I've been working on trying to learn uh, some programming, so I've been doing some Python stuff. Oh, that's right. You had that binge, right? That yeah. online course binge? Yeah, they're like 10 bucks for like Udemy stuff. So some of them are you know, it's hit or miss, but for 10 bucks, who cares, you know? Well, I hit on mm-hmm. a masterful one. It was a Python master class or something like that. I never really, I never really learned programming. I got some scripting down, some mm-hmm. some sysadmin stuff. You know, that kind mm-hmm. of you know, depending on what you're doing is a little bit like it, but not really. But I never mm-hmm. never really delved into the the, the real programming. So, so I so I try Python, give it a whirl. Mm-hmm. Everyone says we should you you know should learn C first, but I got bored. I have a C class. I think it's C++ mm-hmm. C++ it may be. Maybe C-sharp. Nah, pretty sure now it doesn't really matter. Anyway, mm-hmm. so I may take that afterward. But anyway, cool. Got through it. It's like 70 hours. So it's mm-hmm. basically like, you know, two semesters of real school that I just crammed wow. into my brain. But it was, it was fun. Wow. Learning a lot. So uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Doing now, that do stuff. Do you take a test for a certification? No, no, no. There's no certification for it. It's just, hey, learn how to program. Be Oh, okay. Be okay. better with cool. yourself. So yeah. Cool. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. So now I got that. I got that to do. So, uh, you know, make myself some stuffs to learn some things. Helps my brother. So what will you use that for? Uh, you know, that was the key, right? That's why I never managed to learn a programming language before because it was always on my time. And it was like, well, what am I going to do with this? I don't really want right. to program a game. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I don't, I don't want to build a game. But, you know, uh, useful things to start out with. Well, it turns out uh, at my job there was a lot of just crap work that's just, you know, mind-numbing data entry 
um, or you know looking up stuff or just things like that or just uh, you know, integrations with the different systems and whatnot well something like a Python would be perfect for that so we do a lot of data uh, data analysis and when employing different uh, um, sets of data for you know doing different stuff so it's basically it, it's like purpose-built for it so you know I'm gonna build some different programs to uh, do some stuff uh, maybe make things a little easier on uh, the day-to-day mm-hmm. and then uh, kind of go mm-hmm. from there should be interesting oh yeah Cool. Yeah, cool. That's that, that's excellent. Yeah, we used to use uh, back in the day. Uh, we did a, a little bit of Perl scripting, mm-hmm. which was uh, which came in very handy. Uh, I was doing um, uh, system test, uh, sort of quasi QA stuff, and it involved a lot of loading of data sets and uh, and then you know running different scenarios, which became you know after a while very repetitive. So you could script all that stuff up and uh, and kick it off, and then uh, you know take the afternoon off. Pretty much, and everyone thinks you're being so productive. Exactly, yeah. exactly. We had had the the uh, the blow up crash test dummy that you put in your chair. You oh, know, that sounds amazing. Yeah, yeah. that'd be great. So. Oh, the heyday. Well, um, not really much Star Citizen stuff to talk about, uh, except, happy news, Ben Lesnick is back at work. Yay! Bandit Loaf. What do you suppose Bandit Loaf means? Uh, well, clearly it's a, I I think it's actually his, he just, that was his Twitter account name or something like that. Yeah, that's his uh, his Twitter. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, it's amazing. So, I don't, I mean, you have Loaf in there, I, I, I got nothing. Call sign, you know, bandit sounds sounds awesome. Then throw in the loaf in there because it makes it hilarious. Uh, it's 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 hard not to you know draw inferences, being that he is a gentleman of uh, generous carriage. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I I don't know. I just, I just think it, it's a, it occurred it, it occurred to me today like this is a thing I should know, but I don't. And so I thought I'd ask my friend Mark, and my friend Mark who has uh, has gone ahead and and learned Python, he should be able to answer this for me. Exactly. Apparently. But turns out no. My my uh, this. my best answer. Parse this now. <laughs> Parse this now. <laughs> my best answer is a cuz. You know, like how they come up with Mad Cal. Where did that come from? With a K? Well, who knows? Actually, I do remember, but that's for another, that's for another day. <laughs> yes, yeah, save, save that for another yeah. day. Well, so um, you got any uh, anything Star Citizen related to? Because uh, I mean, we're coming off of Gamescom, mm-hmm. and uh, there's not been a whole lot that has has. Uh, has happened uh, since then. Uh, true the, dearth of new information. Yeah, uh, the 600i uh, sale came and went, um, as did um, uh, some hubbub and subbub about uh, about that. Um, not you know, we got a, a subscriber flash sale. I guess apparently you could buy um, uh, the what is that the Scout thing? You could have bought that. The uh, is that the Cartwall? Cartwall. That, that is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no. I mean, I I think uh, we're. Um, uh, we're in the we're waiting on uh, getting the uh, the new ATV tomorrow. Hoping there'll be something there, um, and then also um, uh, burn down on. Um, no, the burn down will come will come with tomorrow it. as well yeah. as part of the ATV, and then we'll get a schedule update. Uh, Friday. Yeah, schedule update on Friday, and I, we may be there. This may be a happy hour week too. I can't remember um, in the uh, in the. Uh, the scheme of things. Oh, wait a second. Wait a second. Link. Click. Scroll. Yes! Happy hour coming um, on Friday this week. Ooh, did it say what uh, they're doing? Uh, it does not. It just oh. it just says that it's happening and that it'll be happening on the Twitch. Well, yeah, you know, it's amazing. The uh, I said There's quite the dearth of new information all of a sudden. Now, given 
what was it last week no last week was gamescom no week before week before yeah that's right yeah okay mm-hmm. so um yeah you know it's 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 amazing i'm sitting there looking at reddit and it's like nothing new you know some people doing yeah. screenshots okay whatever i check my other reddit stuff okay nothing really there i just kind of sitting around like well okay now what do i do where's my normal info my, i usually look for my info dumps there were none so mm. yeah i mean even usually you can usually find some little tidbits uh a pro or a uh uh, one of the devs, you know, on Spectrum talking to someone and someone's posted it or, uh, you know, someone putting something, you know, whatever. I mean, about the only thing we saw from them this week that was, uh, I mean, really anything was uh, I think Sandy posted, uh, you know, did a, did a uh, Twitter or Facebook, you know, thing with a picture, you know, QA doing some stuff, testing some things. But, I mean, that's kind of, you know, whatever. So, yeah, not, I mean, I'm assuming all hands are on deck. Because we're not getting a, really not getting anything out of them this week. But then, what's the point? Did the big thing last what two weeks ago? Last week, week and mm-hmm. a half, whatever. And then they do the, uh, they've got uh, what a month and a half now, something like that before mm-hmm. uh, before CitizenCon, which I am I I am sure they are you know diligently working on something for that as well. Plus, obviously, three point Yeah. Um. I. I. You know. I. I just. Uh, uh, on your suggestion here, I did uh, pop over to the Reddits and uh, did forget to mention there was uh, a Dragon Con. Uh, oh, yeah. I forgot about that. And um, Disco and... God, why do I always forget his name? I always forget his name. He's the smart guy. He's the smart guy we keep talking about, and I can't remember his name. Um, smart guy. I'm, an, I'm secretly intimidated by his... Dave Haddock. Oh, um, Yes. They were there, and I guess they talked about. Um, there were, I guess there was a very early concept image of the Origin X1, mm-hmm. which came with the um, 600i package, yeah. or, or a couple of the 600i packages. Uh, so they talked a little bit about that, and then the rest of it. I skimmed through this earlier today, and it uh, there's going to be. They mentioned Carthac. Uh, is that how you pronounce that? Yeah, the Carthac. Uh, Kur- yeah, Carthac. Yeah, Carthac. Carthac, or yeah, whatever, something like that. Yeah, those guys. Um, so there is alien. They're going to be discoverable or, or something like that. Um, and uh, but nothing, nothing specific. But just you know, said. Carthac and and, uh, and people said ooh and so you know that's cool, but nothing yeah nothing uh, nothing earth shattering uh, as far as uh, new infos but you wouldn't expect that uh, from from uh, yeah something random I don't know right. sometimes sometimes you get those little you know tidbits that you never would have expected otherwise so well you see the the issue is or the problem there is that Disco doesn't drink and so you can't ply him with beers oh. and then get something out of him so that is true but there's that. That's probably why they sent him. But Dave Haddock has been around for forever, so he got has to. That's true. Still. He and maybe might. he drinks. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, well, Disco was there to run interference. Oh. Um. So okay, and here I just oh, it's official. Okay, there is a TV teaser uh, relative to what uh, is coming out tomorrow. Stamina. So we're Ooh. gonna get something about the staminas cool. and then the burn down. So okay. Well, cool. We'll look forward to that. We'll take a look at it. We'll see what it says. Now, what do you think about stamina? Um, but in the meantime, uh, we did mean or meantime, depending upon uh, uh, your enunciation, uh, we did receive an interesting email from our friend Foxen, and um, I shall read it, and we shall discuss. Oh, well. <clears throat> I, and this is him speaking, just came out of a Star Citizen hibernation a couple weeks ago due to work and my transition into adulthood. 
I'm not sure what that means, but I like that transition into. Fox I'm still yeah, transitioning he's, he's, into my adult. Yeah, Fox is a young fellow, so I think he was living at home. I think he's just. Uh, I think that because uh, he used to play an Arma, he would play on his dad's. His dad has his dad does some kind of graphic design something or another, and had a monster computer that, uh, oh. yeah, that he used to come in and play on. He had a he actually had a pro graphics card in there, so yeah. God, yeah, knows what he was doing with that. But anyway, yeah. So he must have, he must have moved out or something. Anyway, go ahead. Not really, not really relevant. Right. Nice guy, great guy. <laughs> Love playing with him. Yes. Continue. Yes. Uh, during that time, I've come up with many more questions to ask you guys, but I'll just start off with sending you this one. What jobs do you think should be only for NPCs? Like maybe the manual cargo loading and unloading. Should that be only restrict, or should that be respect? Restricted words. Restricted to PC NPCs only, or should players have the option to participate in this occupation? What about being a factory worker, a janitor, a shopkeeper, a colonist, a cook, colony governor, or even scientist? Ooh, that's I know that these jobs would need unique game mechanics to make sure that they are interesting, and it's probably unlikely that all these jobs will be available to players. So, the one job that I believe is the most plausible of being added is the option to get a contract to unload someone else's ship of their cargo. I personally would like to see this option available mainly because in my character's backstory, he got mugged in a sketchy alleyway. Those are the worst, the sketchy alleyways. As opposed to like a watercolor alleyway? <laughs> I see what you, you made some art humor. <laughs> art humor's fun art humors. He was mugged and left for dead. Then, after waking up in a hospital with no money, no ID, he was forced to unload cargo at landing sites to pay for his medical bills. That and to be able to buy a ticket to get off that wretched planet and find work elsewhere. So, what do you think, Mark? First off, um, yeah, uh, <coughs> cargo, uh, would that be? I'm trying to think what that's called. A, no, not a porter. Um... Well, there's Stevedore, which is um, yeah, but they're they're more. I think they do some of that, but they also provision ships too. Yeah, that's terrible. I should know this. Uh, like dock worker, it's like a dock worker type of thing. Like, oh, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, so that absolutely that would be fantastic. I mean, talk about easy missions. Hey, have your guy go over here. Can you make a pittance? Unload this, load that. Done. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have people. I would do that. You know those. You know you get to the MMO point where you're wandering around the town, jumping on things, and that's all you do for an hour and a half. And you're like, you know, and you're chatting <laughs> hey, with look, your, your ch- yeah, you're chatting with Jump your friends and doing stuff, and you're thinking, why did I do that? Well, you know, and you find the one thing where you can like clip through or something, and then you end up like in in the no man's land, which is always fun. Mm-hmm. But really, you just wasted an hour and a half of your life. This would be perfect for that. You go in, you're yes. picking up your cargo thing, you're just chatting with your fellas, and you're moving the cargo. You're doing the cargo. You know, that's. Love it. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Some of the other ones. Uh, let's see. So the uh, factory worker, that I think could be difficult to do depending, but maybe not. I mean, if you're just doing like perhaps maybe not um, doing, maybe not actually working on the factory floor, but maybe instead repairing, say, um, factory robots or, oh, dude! I, I dude! I, yeah. I totally need a, an I Love Lucy um, chocolate factory assembly line job. Yeah, for sure. Okay, all right. Well, you, you know, know that one. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the one where like the conveyor belt starts going faster and faster. Mm-hmm. And she has to like start eating the chocolates because yeah. she can't get them in the box. Yeah, you would. Gosh. <laughs> anyway, pants so. on head. <laughs> so anyway, but yeah, <laughs> no, I think those. Uh, I could see factory work. I could see being a stretch. 
something repairing because they already have that repair mechanic there. Could be very mm-hmm. useful in terrestrial stuff. Doesn't have to be on ships. Mm-hmm. Why not apply it in, in unique ways just to, once again, you know, fill that space. People that don't want to go on there. I I think entirely doable. Janitor, mm-hmm. uh, then you have to have a cleaning mechanic. Eh, maybe not. Shopkeeper, no. Probably not. Just, well, no. Actually, no. Shopkeeper, they were talking about being able to sell things from the, uh, yeah. from the merchantman. Yeah. So I'd say that's, that's right. a golden. That's in there. Colonist, mm-hmm. obviously in there. Uh, cook, uh, kind of. I mean, if they do the, the mechanics they're talking about with the uh, Survival Starliner. Stuff. No, with the Starliner. You know, with having to fill the drink orders, do the things like that. Oh, right. It's more right, of a right, waiter right, right, job, right. but it's on the way there. Food service. Yeah, food service. <laughs> food services. You know that one place when you were 16, had a face that looked like a pizza? Yeah, you did That's that. That's right. Same, we've all done it. Um, and then, uh, let's see, Colony Governor. I don't know how that got into the sour cream. <laughs> <laughs> you ever watch the movie Waiting? It's a Ryan Reynolds movie. No. Oh, my, oh my God. It's the one where they do, like, the bat wing, the stuff with the... Uh, the male parts and they do the weird and a hilarious movie everyone should watch it waiting uh, early 2000s I want to say fantastic movie mm. um, very very funny will I want to go out for will I want to go out to eat again afterwards oh, oh yeah it's, well, well maybe not but very very funny <laughs> definitely definitely an R uh, oh, but oh you see Mrs. Gleep won't let me watch the R's really oh that's a shame very very yeah. funny anyway okay so Colony Governor ugh I don't see that one being possible. Um, mm-hmm. What do you th- now, now? What do you think about that? Do you think they'll allow us to have um, jobs like that? I mean, it'd be interesting to try. I uh, I don't know if they let us do something like that. There, might, I feel like there might be too much power in that. Um, well, I think that that kind of a lot of that depends on you know forget org two point oh. It's going to depend on like org thirteen point seven. You know as. But you know, and it, we're we're in it we're in it to win it for the long run. So um, sure, I mean, because you think about think about the situation uh, with Eve and some of those organizations, and yeah, a lot of that stuff exists in the meta. You know, there mm-hmm. there aren't game mechanics for it, but you don't necessarily have to create the complete mechanic as long as you create the tools which allow people to integrate those social structures into the game and. What we saw with um, with the FOIPs, the FOIPs will help a lot with that, I think. Yeah. Um, and I think that uh, um, how um, how things develop post launch, because I, I think you know there are a lot of folks that are you know are aware of this game, but are really they're interested in they're not interested in being part of the testing process. They want to, when they get into the game, they want it to be for keepsies and they want to yeah. uh, begin amassing their um, their fortunes and be able to keep those. They don't want to have to, you know, have uh, progress wiped every every so often. No. So, um, you know, and uh, some of some of the the notable groups that exist in games like Eve, they they all they already have set up presences, presences, presence, multiple of presences. Um, they are in Star Citizen. The, yeah. Those orgs exist. Uh, they don't have a lot of members. They're not actively, uh, you know, uh, uh, recruiting or building or, or doing any of that stuff. Um, so, you know, I, I think I think eventually uh, that it's it'll be easier for CIG to uh, provide us with the tools necessary to facilitate that kind of gameplay than it will for them to construct specific game mechanics to make that happen. Okay, so you see it being more a colony governor, you see that being more of a leader of players rather than a 
Correct. Uh, rather than Correct. a rather than saying, "Hey, look, you know, here is a mission, and maybe perhaps an ongoing campaign type of mission where you are now the governor of an NPC colony or one that may mm-hmm. include both PCs and NPCs." You're seeing it more right. as a so, player-driven thing. Imagine, imagine if you will, that there is an organization, and uh, we know that there's going to be a reputation mechanic in the game. So sure. through reputation development over a period of time, an organization is able to uh, petition uh, the UEE uh, for rights to a particular system or a, um, a, a planet, a series of planets within a system or something like that. And they are given the rights to colonize that that area, you know, terraform if, if that, you know, function oh, functionality fun comes of it. And so, you know, sure, that's a that's a you know the title itself is ceremonial, you know, so sure. um, you know, the leader the leader or the, uh, the representative of the org is able to um, uh, to secure the title of, of uh, um, colony uh, what did we say colony governor mm-hmm. um, uh, you know by the decree of the UEE to um, uh, develop this uh, this system. So hmm. yeah, the beautiful thing about space is it's big. So True. there there will be you know for for all the the organizations all the folks that meet that criteria, you know, space is available. So yeah, that's that's really think, interesting. I think, yeah, I never thought about yeah. it in that, in that regard, and that could be that could be a lot of fun. Especially if you had an org or maybe a group of orgs that went in there, and you know you have the uh, all of the things parcel, part and parcel to starting a colony, mm-hmm. working together, mm-hmm. doing that sort of stuff. That could be very interesting. And they just take out some kind, of, yeah, some kind of charter, and they do that. Uh, yeah, okay, all right, okay. So right. how about now, scientist? I think we can both agree uh, already in there. I mean, they're talking about yeah. the, I mean, or or at least in in the pipeline. Uh, well, but can you be hired by? Can you be hired by? Because I think of, I'm thinking of all of these jobs being exclusive of actually having a ship. Because remember, in the past, and I can't remember when it was, but it was a long time ago, they talked about uh, possibly being able to gain entrance into the game without actually having to buy a ship. Yeah, I remember that. that. You could you could get a a um, um, a light membership, if you will, uh, that would uh, allow you access to the universe, uh, and you wouldn't have a ship, you wouldn't have a pilot's license, you would have to earn everything. So, and I know that there are. I'm not one of them, and I, I don't think you are either but i know that there are a lot of people that are interested in the idea of starting out with nothing just starting out you know like our friend fox in here starting up waking waking up in a hospital with no memory no money um and basically uh nowhere to go but up um and then you know turning that into uh into their story in in the universe and um uh that's not, you know, I'd rather I'd rather just come in with a really nice ship and be able to, you know, make make hot pockets and, and take naps. Yeah, for me, I think it's a little bit of both. I mean, if I had the time still, if I were single, I would absolutely mm-hmm. like to start from the beginning. I'd spend ten hours a day in there, you know, working up from the beginning uh, to get stuff. Now, you know, I don't want to get crazy with it. I prefer to have. I mean, I've got the Cutlass Black, which I will keep. I don't, I, I got rid of it once. It was a terrible idea. Um, and then uh, the um, the prowler. Oh, Mark, come 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 to yes. come to the altar <laughs> of melting. It's so much fun. Yeah, I got the prowler, and that was really that was really a buy, just because I wanted to have something dedicated to kind of Blackguard stuff that mm-hmm. uh, was relatively relatively unique and uh, and, and w- would serve that gameplay in in, in the um, 
that would allow us to do that stuff right off the bat. Give us give us that gameplay right off the bat if people were interested. So that was more of a uh, that was more of a nod to the org and the game you know the game style rather than uh, something I necessarily you know really require you know for my enjoyment. But um, yeah, no, we'll see, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and you know, kind of back to the the meta, uh, the Eve meta that uh, we, I was uh, describing mm-hmm. a little bit earlier. Um, I, I like the idea of um, of being able to get a job as a janitor and perhaps infiltrate yes. um, uh, another org. Um, you know, be able to be you know the guy with the broom, you know, standing there in the background and you know overhear uh, uh, information. Uh, maybe you know as a way to um, uh, to uh, to spy, to be, you know, to gather information. And then, you know, either you can return that to your org and use that um, in uh, in org-level um, uh, espionages and intrigues, or you could sell that information if, sure. you, if, it's, if it's useful, um, you know, to uh, perhaps uh, to a pirate group who will, uh, you know, then go out and intercept the big shipment. Um, or you could, oh, I like this. So you would sell it to the pirate group and then you would sell that information to the advocacy, saying, telling the advocacy about the pirates that are going to go get the, the big shipment. And so you play both ends against the middle. And what's more fun than that? And Bob's your uncle. You get shot by everyone. Absolutely. Uh, I think that one there was one uh, profession missing from the list that I thought um, I, I definitely want to have in the game. And that would be septic tank leech line taste tester. Ooh. Have you ever... Uh... No, not to get okay. Quick story. Uh, <laughs> as a kid, we went. Uh, we started camping. I knew I could do that. Yeah, camping, mm-hmm. which uh, which evolved into doing it for years. Not a problem. Uh, giant thunderstorm in Tennessee. We we had a boat, so we had you know we'd go out boating stuff like that, have fun. Uh, mm-hmm. Giant storm in Tennessee. Um, wrapped tent poles around my mom's arm one night when they were trying to hold it steady for us kids. Uh, my mother uh, at that point said she will no longer ever camp again. So. You know, long story wow. short, yeah. So then we moved on to you know we tried trailers, you know older stuff, nothing nothing super fancy. Um, tried trailers, uh, motorhomes, stuff like that. Tried some different stuff, different places. Uh, but uh, so uh, you know there is, I mean, depending on whether or not you have a black uh, a black tank, uh, you know, a receptacle that you can plug mm-hmm. into at the site. Lots of times. Oh, this is how we get back to this. Yes, okay, lots good. of times. <laughs> lots of times you have those at the entrance or somewhere else where you dump right. Well, uh-huh. uh, there's this one place, not terribly well kept, but we couldn't really get the motorhome to the dump site. Mm-hmm. So what we had to do is take the black tank, put it into a a, a hand uh, movable uh, container. I think it was it was something like you know like a uh, like a sixty gallon uh, kind of rolling container you can kind of push along uh, like a like a baby like a baby stroller. Of poop. Okay. Um, okay. Well, so you know, one day you know, I was probably about ten. We were trying to get this thing on there, and uh, my older brother Nick had not quite gotten the line attached correctly. My dad let her loose. Oh, turns out um, we had eaten corn. And also turns out that's the day I learned that uh, you don't digest corn, really, so to speak. Um, Enjoy it a second time. Yep. So, um, fingers full of that, and the blue stuff that you put down the tank to keep it from, you know, like exploding or whatever. Um, right. Yeah. Uh, you know, so it was a good time. That was a good time. That's, you know, that's one of those life experiences you, you never forget. So there you go. God, there, there, you know what? That there, There's a, a con- next concept sale. You, hear, you heard it here first. We want the, uh, the, uh, the honey wagon ship. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. 
square big old hose and you just yeah. go around wow. sucking up people's black water. Oh, black water, keep on rolling. Yeah, you know. Okay. Thanks again, Foxen, for the question. Very, yeah. uh, very thought-provoking and fun stuff. Um, uh, we we don't know when any of it will actually happen, if it will, but um, uh, it sure is. It sure is fun to think about. All right. So, Mark. Oh my God! I and it is two thirds in. in. Yeah, yeah, two thirds in. We are going to talk about the expanse because we are those guys with stretch pants. So, uh, Mark, do you have your stretch pants engaged? Uh, stretch pants are engaged and untied. For proper stretching. Excellent. Mm-hmm. So, I did it. I'm yet again completely caught up on my expensiveness. Um, I finished Strange Dogs, uh, the recently released Expanse Universe novella. Did you read it yet? No, I haven't. So, I'm interested to see what you think about this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was debating on whether I would read it or not, honestly. Because I, I wasn't sure exactly what we were looking at there. So, I guess when we get to that, we can discuss that. Maybe I'll read it. Uh, but we'll see. Go ahead. Okay. Well, um, we're, we weren't going to discuss yeah. it in depth now because it does fall in the timeline after the sixth novel, which right. is Babylon's Ashes, and I'm assuming uh, before the forthcoming seventh novel, which I, I, I'm December. we're going to have a lot of fun to, for me me saying this for the next however long. Uh, Persepolis. I would Persepolis. 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 Rising. Persepolis. Rising. I'm pretty sure about Rising. Rising, yeah, I got a, nailed. That's a safe bet. Yeah. Uh, it's due out in December of this year. So, yay, Santa Claus. I want my espance. Um, so, uh, it's, a, it's a very short book. Um, and it was a bit deceiving in that, in that fashion. So, uh, for those of you who do happen to pick it up on the Kindles, uh, do be aware that the book will end when your Kindle reader says 66% which um, uh, was a bit, uh, a bit disappointing for me. Yeah, I was like, oh boy, this is getting really good and there's still a third of the book to go! No, not really. Um, and they loaded in like a chapter from somebody else's book in there, which I, I, you know, okay, I mean, maybe once or twice in my life they've done that and I've got, hey, you know what? I think I'd like to read this book. Usually it's just like, I, this is no Stop that! Don't do that. Um, but anyway, it's um, it was um, an interesting story, and um, it brought up some really interesting ideas. I, I, I would have I would have done the ending a little bit different, but you know what? No one asked me, so no, they, they really didn't. That. You're not you're not on that podcast. <laughs> I'm not on the podcast. I'm not. I, I've got none of their phone numbers. No. Um, they certainly don't have mine. So um, anyway. Uh, but we'll we'll discuss that at at the end of uh, um, uh, we may actually get to by December we may actually get to uh, Babylon's Ashes <laughs> possibly yeah. man we just got we just got to stop asking about what what we're doing in real life and just like power through these one day or something I, I don't know, know. But I know. what it's, what it's, what fun is there in that it's the anticipation the anticipation the artificially um, created anticipation <sighs> refreshing beverage. <clears throat> oh my God! You know you've got the the wind and the rain and the and the bloaty blows over there. Um, we have just got so much smoke here. Really? Oh my God! It was yeah. Just that we dry? Were, uh, Mrs. Gleep and I were up to the um, up to the Mount Shasta over the weekend, and it was like you couldn't go out out of doors. I mean, it was like it hurt to breathe. There was so wow. it was like fog. It was so thick. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. So uh, wine, wine, wine. My lungs hurt. Um. 
Anyway, back to it. Um, last time we got through Caliban's War. Do you remember that that book, uh, Mark? Long that was the ago. second book in the series. Yes, yeah, long yeah. ago. Far away. Well, honestly, no, it's actually this galaxy. It's this galaxy right here. It's not. It's not that other thing. You know, with the da 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 da. That's that's a different different series. Um, and so Caliban's war ended with a giant tentacle monster launching itself off of Venus towards Uranus, and a blue bespeckled ghost miller coming out of James Holden James Holden's closet. Hmm. No metaphor there, I guess. Mm, jokes. Yes. Jokes. Yeah, but do do them do them yourself at home. Next up in the timeline is a another novella, uh, "Gods of Risk." And that was this. A, no, yeah, we had previous novellas. We had mm-hmm. the um, we had the churn uh, and, uh, the churn, which would have been novella the first. Um, and then was there another one, or was there just yeah, short stories? Uh, oh, oof. I mean, was it a short? Uh, let's see the the one uh, with. Uh, let's see, that was a short story. Um, mm, yeah, no, I think that's that. Uh, I think that was the only novella. All right, bringing up the timeline. Bring up the timeline. Oh, that's right. It doesn't have this in here. Never mind. Okay, so um, next up is Gods of Risk. Uh, so, and what that is all about is as tensions between Mars and Earth continue, and terrorism plagues the Martian city of Londres Nova. I always, when I, I read Londres Nova, I think of like a coin-op laundromat. Yep, no, without question. I, I read the same thing. I was like, Laundress? Wait, I know it's not spelled the same, but it still makes me feel like a laundromat. So, On Mars. Yeah. 16-year-old David Draper is fighting his own lonely war. A gifted chemist vying for a place at the university, David leads a secret life as a manufacturer for a ruthless drug dealer. When David's friend Lily goes missing, leaving behind signs of the drug dealer's involvement, David takes it upon himself to save her. First, he must shake his aunt Bobby. Remember her, Bobby Draper? Ha 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 ha. Tie in. You see the way they tied it in there? Huh. A former Marine who has been set adrift in her own life after a mysterious series of events nobody is talking about. Dun 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 dun. That was my dramatic music. <laughs> you know, when I read that earlier today, I was trying to think exactly what music you were going to play, and uh, I had no idea until just then. And that, that's important, though, because it 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 worked perfectly. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So the major characters in this book, um, well, pretty much it's David and Bobby. Um, yep. So David, uh, and there's not really much to say about him, uh, <laughs> although it felt kind of creepy because. Uh, Aunt Bobby was living with David and his family because Aunt, Bo- Aunt Bobby, because you remember coming, you come off of uh, uh, Caliban, Caliban's war, mm-hmm. and uh, Bobby got up close and personal with that monster. Oh yeah, she got yeah, and uh, so and that that put a little bit of um, well several times because uh, it was re- remind me was it in the it was in the second book she was not in the first book at all correct correct yeah okay. Because uh, the TV show is, is a little bit different. Yeah, the TV show is a little bit different. Yeah, they, they did the timeline. I mean, actually, the timelines for the TV show kind of helped flesh her out a bit. But no, mm-hmm. yeah, she was not in there. Right. So, anyway, she's got, you know, you know she she battled, uh, what, two, right? Two um, um, 
proto-molecule super soldiers. And um, so she's got, you know, she's got some stuff to think about in her life. Yeah, she's got some notches um, in her belt. She's done some things. Yep. Yeah, so she goes back to Mars. She goes back to Mars, and she's living with her brother, who is David's father. Um, and the dynamic between Aunt Bobby and David's father, they're brother and sister, and um, they don't have the same political views. Um, so they're, you know, uh, always arguing at dinner. Um, and, uh, and Bobby uh, doesn't really do much except uh, stand in front of the TV watching the news and working out. Mm-hmm. And so whenever David comes home, Aunt Bobby is all sweaty and glistening in the living room lifting weights. Um, in the living room lifting weights. Um, so I thought it was a little creepy. Maybe that's just me. Um, and then, of course, yeah, Auntie Bobby. Yeah, she's the, um, she's the uh, um, pro... No, she's not the protagonist. David would be the protagonist. What would you call her? Oh, God. She's a supporting character of something or another, but I don't know what you'd call that. The a- amateur protagonist? <laughs> amateur protagonist. Like a, like a semi-protagonist. Semi-protagonist, yes. Like, like a triple-A protagonist. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, it was another engaging side story expounding upon everyday life during troubled times. And um, I wish the authors would have made Holden read this book. And <laughs> maybe he wouldn't be such a twit. But that's not going to happen because he's not real anyway. But anyway, so I thought it was less like... Oh, Butcher. That's Butcher Manor Sensation, uh, yes. Thank you. That's Yeah. Cool. It was less like Butcher and more like Churn. Uh, gameplay uh, opportunities don't really come to mind so much no. uh, when thinking about the story. And for me, the value um, uh, uh, in the story had more to do with Bobby and her recovery from the trials and travails in book two than um, I... And then actually... It was which, which was sort of interesting because she was definitely a secondary character, but I think for the overall um, story arc, um, kind of getting an idea of or getting a sense for her recovery back from uh, the horrific stuff that happened in Caliban's War, um, I, I found that to be interesting. But um, and I don't have it written here, so let me see if I can remember um, if I can summarize the story without um, without getting too far off track. Uh, basically, well, we said we said it earlier. Um, uh, David's uh, um, got is, is smitten by this uh, young lady named Lily. Um, she's got um, she's got substance issues, um, and so she gets herself into trouble with uh, with the uh, the drug dealer. Um, and uh, he goes to rescue her, and the drug dealer has a gun. And unbeknownst to um, to David, uh, Aunt Bobby is um, is uh, tracking him because she knows that something's up. Because occasionally, like she talks to him at the dinner table, and he's like, you know, he's all he's all evasive, very non, evasive and stuff. Not socially awkward teenager. So yeah, yeah. So she knows she knows she knows something's up, and so she follows. And it's pretty cool in that scene, sort of the um, the penultimate scene where. Uh, Bobby uh, disarms the drug dealer, um, and um, uh, as she's uh, verbally dressing him down, well, she she roughs him up too. Mm-hmm. She 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 tunes him up a little bit, um, and then as she's verbally dressing him down, she's like uh, disassembling his firearm and like throwing the pieces in different directions, and um, you know each individual bullet goes in a you know different direction, and it's, it was it was pretty cool. So uh, it was a good uh, it was a good uh, Aunt Bobby saves the day finish because otherwise I don't think I think David would have been. Would have been in Dutch, as they say. Yeah, you know, I have, so I have a question for you regarding this. Um, mm-hmm. I really like Bobby as a character. I think I, I mm-hmm. really do. I like her as a character. But do you ever get the feeling that she's just kind of flat? There's not really a whole lot to her. 
You know, they try to kind of play it off, but she's really, um, uh, you know, I don't know how to say it. It's just, it, you know, you get the feeling that she's just, uh, you know, I mean, when you think about it, what, what is, what is she? She doesn't have a whole lot of nuance to her. It's very much the, 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 you know, the, you know, former military person coming out of, out of whatever it is, you know, loved the job, all gung-ho about it, come out trying to find her place. You know, mm-hmm. using those skills that everyone, you know, using those, you know, would amount to a normal person's skill set, like superhuman skills and doing things where they do her old job. And then, you know, while she's doing that, she makes some contacts, ends up more or less just being kind of, you know, uh, a, uh, uh, what would you call it, like a kind of a, I don't know, like a gopher, almost kind of like a gopher to, uh, you know, to different political figures. You know? Well, she, but, but prior to that, so when she, um, and I sort of glossed over this. Uh, though she did spend hours and hours, you know, watching television and lifting weights, mm-hmm. uh, she also did manage to get out of the house and was doing uh, veteran outreach. Yeah. Uh, to uh, for uh, uh, Martian um, uh, service folks that were having a, a tough time transitioning back to uh, to normal life. Um, yeah, but but I, you're right. That was not working for her. No, you I mean, know, see, it's, was, it just comes across very trite. You know, it's something like, "Hey, yeah, this has been, you know, this is the, kind of the standard." You know, loved loved the core, went back to mm-hmm. you know, and then didn't couldn't find it. Went to the veterans outreach, helped people, mm-hmm. then kind of wandered off. It just, I don't, I don't know, for some reason, and like I said, I, don't get me wrong, I love the character, I do, right? But well, don't 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 you think some of that flatness is kind of um, uh, is because she has got she's got something inside of her that hasn't come out. Um, oh, and okay. she, that she's re- repressing something that she's got, you know, we can just suppose maybe it's rage. Um, sure. You know, and, and maybe there's, maybe there is a backstory. Maybe there's going to be, <laughs> I, I know, episode 10, the, uh, the young uh, Bobby Draper story. Mm. I would watch so we'll, that. We'll, we'll, I would enjoy we'll, we'll that cross, one. We'll cross the two, the two um, story arcs. So it'll be Star Wars, Bobby Draper, Phasma. We'll turn it. It'll, it'll turn out that Phasma and Bobby Draper are the same person. Same person. Mind That's blown. That's it. She is torn between two story arcs in parallel dimensions. Well, they're not really parallel, but in two separate dimensions. And that's why she has this, you know, this, this, you know, she's not quite right. And occasionally her head, like, kind of cocks to the side and she has this, makes this weird ticking noise. Hmm. Okay. How's that? Okay. That was, that was interesting. I, I like the way you played that. Um. <laughs> Say it'll be a, probably a cold day in hell if that ever happens, but <laughs> you know, interesting idea. Yeah. Talking to you, Disney and Sci-Fi, get together, <laughs> get work together. This out. <laughs> did you did you hear that they fired um, uh, the episode nine director? That Kathleen Kennedy, she's just man, she's got the stick out and she just whooping, she just really? whooping ass. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> they said creative differences. Right. Isn't that always what they say? I feel yeah, like that's that before, every time before they find the the body floating upside down <laughs> in the pool. Well, I mean, it is Hollywood, so yeah, entirely possible. <laughs> yeah, don't put it past them. That's uh, the big business, big business. So, I mean, uh, I'm trying to think of where we are at in the in the overall, you know, at the end of the series. Um, uh, and I guess I guess we just spoiled something there, but I'm, I'm supposing perhaps we, there's more to learn about Bobby than we know um, through book six. Yeah, um, so, I, I, I yeah. would hope so. I, I think she's mm-hmm. becoming, once again, without giving things away, she's becoming more and more a 
central character, not a central character, but one of one of the central characters, I think. So, because uh, mm-hmm. she kind of comes back, you know, it's one of those things. And throughout these books, you know, once again, I don't think this is giving anything away. Throughout the novels, she kind of comes and goes. You may not see her mm-hmm. in a novel. You may just, have, you, mm-hmm. or maybe a brief mention, and then she'll make just, an appearance where she'll be there for half the novel. You know, so it's kind right. of, or, or for the next novel, maybe. So she's definitely around. I think she kind of tends to stay on the periphery lots of times. Uh, you don't really necessarily see a lot about her. You kind of get the feeling, okay, she's still doing this thing, but mm-hmm. um, that, that's about all you get usually. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, she's, but she's a leader. She's. Uh, I mean, she. She was yes. a. Um, was it, were they were they a squad? Is that how, is that what their, their uh, unit was? Yeah, I don't know what they called it specifically. Um, it was a squad, but so was, she was. Yeah. She was a squad leader. She yep. was. You know, she was gunny. She was. Um, she. She knew. She knows her business, and she was a, a leader of, of fighters. And then she has been recruited um, into a different world. Well, she wasn't recruited. She was sort of pushed she out. Kind of, uh, kind of pushed into it. Yeah. Yeah. She, she was pushed choice. out because you know she had some. Um, she had some ethical uh, concerns, which uh, pushed her out of, of the marine life, um, and uh, she ended up uh, still in in uh, circles of great power. And um, uh, though she is not calling those shots, well, she, you know, as a squad leader, she wasn't calling the overall shots anyway. But she is still, um, I think, very much a a leader um, in the uh, in the roles that she plays with, um, um, you know, the crew of the Rosinante for. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, she's not she's not the captain of the ship, but she's um, she's got what she does, and she is able to provide um, um, uh, support and um, uh, confidence to um, uh, her uh, teammates, for lack of a, a better word. So she's she still is is able to fill that a leadership role, but she's doing it in different circles now. Um, and it doesn't always involve uh, kicking butt, but there there's usually ends up being one or two situations where she gets to be badass. Yeah, uh, yeah. We all look forward to that. <laughs> of course, of course we do. Um, so, well, um, Mark, we have done it again. We have managed to get through a paragraph um, out of twelve pages. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no way we can um, in, in three minutes and five seconds we're going to get through uh, Abaddon's Gate. Where'd you go? The next book. It's the third novel in the series. But I think what I'd like to do real quick is go through um, a short story. Uh, and I will link this in the show notes. That appeared in Wired Magazine, I believe that it was. Okay, um, okay. And it is called, um, and I think it ties in a, a little bit with uh, Gods of Risk, uh, in that it is sort of a, overall, it's sort of a, a slice of life. It's, it's kind of showing how life exists uh, elsewhere in that universe, um, uh, sort of apart from the overall story arc. Ah, remember Drive? Drive was kind of mm-hmm. like that too. Yeah. Where, um, I mean, obviously you have the uh, the invention of the Epstein Drive, which is pivotal to all of this. Uh, but also you had um, what life was like on Mars for you know science guy Solomon Epstein and him falling in love and you know. Um, you know his wife. Um, you know, saying, "Oh my God, Solomon's dead." Wait, wait a second. What's this? Oh, cha ching! <laughs> Epstein Drive. Winner, winner, yeah, chicken dinner. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's I terrible. Yeah, it's awful. It's awful. Why? Yes. I'll go yes, swim in my hundred dollar bills now. <laughs> exactly. Um, so anyway, this is a. Um, I, I thought it was a, an interesting story. It's because it's really different. It's really different. Mm-hmm. Same, same guys, but it's it, it's really different. And um, and I have no idea where it falls in the overall timeline, which was part of it that I uh, 
that I liked. It's like you know, I, I, there are no there are no hooks into um, to other parts of the overall. We obviously know where gods at risk fall because of, of Bobby's. Sure. Um, so would you call uh, this like, a, like a what would we call it like a color story? Or something like that? It's kind of add, adding some background things. Not really necessarily. I want to say genre piece, but I don't. I a don't, genre I think piece. I think that's a I think that's a word that gets overused. No, let's just use it anyway because it's fun to say. Genre. Genre piece. Genre. Um so I'm assuming it's on Earth, but I, I again I can't see it. Yeah. Well, it's got to be if it's, if they're talking about basic, it's got to be Earth because as I recall I, I believe Earth is the only one that does that. Mm-hmm. For basic and yeah, I think so. No, I think it oh. I think it happens on mm-hmm. Mars too. Mm-hmm. Are you sure about that? Mm-hmm. Okay, not hundred percent sure, but um, I'm gonna. I, uh, I think we might have to I think, agree. I think there are there are folks on Mars that are on. Well, Mars prides itself on not being Earth. Yeah, that's what I thought. And, they were always like everyone's and then everybody, got a job. Everybody on Mars does does something. Yeah, I mean, that's 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 the aspiration. I don't think that that's the case on okay. Earth. I think All right. there, okay. There are folks that that that. Uh, that from the time they're born, they 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 know that their lot in life is going to be you know subsistence on a on a, on basic. So, but they probably don't know that when they're born because they're really young and they're probably just kind of like, oh wow, big face, eyes. Who are you? <laughs> but then after that, they learn some stuff. Um, very short story. Um, and I, like I said, I think it was intended to give a bit more insight into the economic divide. Speaking of the basic. Uh, between people on BASIC and everyone else, uh, assuming that they're registered, because that's something that they we don't have a real good picture of or a real good uh, description of, is that there are uh, the people that are registered, but not everybody's registered. So um, you could be, you know, living way off the grid, because, you know, we'll just say that, you know, the folks on BASIC are on a grid of some sort. Well, they got to know where to, where to send the, 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 the money. The money is at the end of the month. Um, so in, <clears throat> excuse me, in previous stories, uh, we heard of characters who were in danger of falling onto basic, because uh, you remember, um, there was Avasarla's assistant Soren, mm-hmm. uh, who, uh, when discovered by Bobby to be spying on the boss for the other side, uh, was fired and relegated to a life on basic. And then, uh, in the vital abyss, which is, uh, which is why when you said what you said, I thought, yeah, Mars, um, uh, we follow uh, in that book. We follow without giving anything away. We follow the professional progression, professional progression, of a scientist we all know um, who, following university, couldn't find an assignment and was mere days away from falling onto the basic roles. Which is it? Just it seems you know kind of bizarre because um, it's that you know even if you if you make it through university and you graduate. You, there's like a, a, a very short or relatively short window of time. I mean, assuming that you don't have connections or um, a, 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 a way in uh, through friends or family, mm-hmm. um, that if you don't secure a position, it's like, oh, great, so you graduated last spring. Okay, yeah. No, I'm sorry. That, um, you're, that kind of, you're kind of out of yeah. touch. Really can't use you. Yeah, it's yeah. expired now. Have you have you ever have you ever thought about Python scripting? <laughs> Perhaps Python. <laughs> see, I, I, okay. I that back. Yeah, I see how it is. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, and uh, so uh, anyway, the implication in both of these stories is that once you go on to the basic, there is no coming back. Uh, so people just don't go on to basic for you know for a holiday, you know, and, and you know travel you know around Europe and then come back and, and get you know 
get back out. They're just kind of like, once you're there, you're there. Um, but I digress. Uh, in this story, we, um, we are following a man on his personal quest to meet a famous blogger. Well, that's essentially what this guy does. Is mm-hmm. He writes uh, uh, on their equivalent of, um, what do they call that? When you know they, they all have their personal terminal, hand terminal devices, and, and they're able, there are like the, the equivalent of, of what I imagine, like you know YouTube and Reddit and stuff like that, where, um, I forget what they call those. They, they have uh, like social feeds. Feeds of some sort. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know these terms. Someone, <laughs> anyway, someone go get a teenager. Yeah, <laughs> let us know what it is. That's right. Have them get bring pizza. Um, so we, <laughs> we're following this guy who is on this quest to meet this famous blogger, um, and uh, this blogger he writes posts which have have really touched the guy, um, and uh, the, the the blogger has written about the human need for personal meaning. And how the safety net of basic has removed the impetus for achieving meaning uh, from people's, from ordinary people's lives. So, and in this story, in the situation that this man is in, uh, people only find meaning in and for their lives through the admiration of other people. So, without recognition from other people of, you know, hey, you're, you know, you just added value to my life. Um, uh, they they don't really have any personal they don't have any um, intrinsic self worth it's they're they're right. constantly yeah it's all external uh, it's all external okay. um, and um, so consequently many people uh, focus on artistic pursuits um, and uh, um, but they even even if they become accomplished their sense of personal worth doesn't result from that unless admiration is expressed by others. So, uh, the, you know, people uh, cooking, there was like, there was a, a band on every corner in this neighborhood, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, there was like you know, music being played constantly and, you know, and people wanting, you know, affirmation for, uh, for what it is that they were, were doing. So, you know, not perfect, not a perfect, but, you know, definitely a, um, um, uh, interesting and thought-provoking, I thought. It's a very, 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 very quick read, and um, I recommend it for enjoying in the morning, following an evening of spicy Thai, or perhaps Indian. Maybe Mexican. Yes, but that's definitely Mexican. Mm, tacos. Tacos. Well, I don't know what I'm having tomorrow. <laughs> yep. You, you haven't read it, have you? Have you? Did you read it? Uh, I, read, I read a portion of it. I have not finished it. I mean, honestly, it's like four pages long. So you may ask, how do you not finish this? The answer is, I don't really know, Gleep. Apparently, life. I'm not sure. So it did It did not grab you the way that it grabbed me. Well, you know, puppy. So Puppy? Yeah, yeah. you know. Puppy. So you're Beyonce. doing things like, oh, yeah. getting things done, getting things done, reading things, you know, and then uh, things... Oh, my happen. God, don't chew on that. Oh, yep. my God, no. Then life happens, and he goes running across the room with, you know, a $50 bra that I have to catch. So, that, you know, <laughs> things like that. These things happen regularly. So... You know what are you gonna do? I you know chase the you're, dog. You're good. Yeah, you're, you're gonna go after the bra. <laughs> yeah, it turns out, turns out, yeah, pretty much. Save the bra. Save it. It's a win. <laughs> it's a win in every regard. Putting down the, the article. The magazine will be there when you get back. It will. It will. Yeah. That's a that, uh, that's a that's a that's a no choice necessary. Well, okay. Well, I think I think we have uh, we have done it yet again. Um, uh, we do. Oh, we have a couple new members over at the uh, the website. Uh, we ha- and I, okay, S T O L K L. What is it? Hmm. 
I'm tired of playing this game, Mark. Just I mean, just be Stalkle or S. Stalkle? L. Stalkle. I don't know. I always like to try things backwards just to make sure. That's the noise I was making this weekend as I was trying to breathe. <laughs> Stalkle. Um, and then Elwook, who joined us. Um, that's a great name. That's a great and name, I, actually. I, I checked literally seconds before we went um, live on these airwaves, and we have no word from Bob yet. Bob the dinosaur. Bob, where are you? What happened? I we need s- to know. I still have faith. I have, I have faith. In it was God. clearly a mistake. There was. A, it's, a, it's a horrible misunderstanding. Clearly, this was a mistake, and, and it needs to be rectified. It needs to be rectified. And if I if I do one thing in this life, I will I will bring Bob back to the fold. No, I, I, I no, I'm not going to joke about that. No, I'm, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> just, I just want to know. Hey, we're just all very curious, Bob. What happened? We we are, we are we're, we're curious people. Please go to Engine.com with your curiosity. They are the quick, easy, and free solution for hosting your community website. That's E-N-J-I-N.com. Be sure to check out Star Citizen The Base Radio at thebase.sc, where you will find rebroadcasts of our shows. That's right, our shows happening throughout the week. Go to the INN and learn some things. It can be found at imperialnews.network. You can reach us. You can reach the show. You can reach the podcast. Email is comms at versecast.org. On Twitter, we are at VerseCast. Do be sure to use that hashtag TGWS. Go to our org. No, join our org. Well, go there, then join. Uh, the address for that is robertsspaceindustries.com slash org slash VerseCast. Do the spectrum. It is robertsspaceindustries.com slash spectrum slash community slash VerseCast. On Steam, we are those guys with ships. And do be sure to check out our Star Citizen gaming community website, it is firstcast.org. My name is Gleep, and all my contact information is in the show notes. Mark? My name is still also Gleep. All my information is also in the show notes. Yeah, uh, you did that last time. Yep, you got to do something Gleep. different this still time. Gleep. Didn't change it. <laughs> my, oh. my, my name is that guy stuck in the, uh, stuck in the stairwell, still trying Don't to be tweet. be Pat. Be Pat. <laughs> <laughs> my name's Pat. <laughs> well, that's really good, actually. You nailed that. Actually, that was almost a little, uh, I don't know what that was. Oh, yeah, I'm going to talk about that. Anyway. Um, disturbing. Just yes, a bit a little disturbing. Bit. Uh, yeah, this is a public announcement. Please put down your phone when winds are above 150 miles an hour. It's not like people it. still like driving around texting in this. I kind of feel like that's what weather. I don't think you could text in that. Honestly, I've seen, I've, I've been watching some video of it, of, of the, <laughs> the wind speeds. And there ain't no driving in that. Uh, but mm. I'm still amazed by the tweets coming out. It's blowing my mind that people are tweeting while like the world is falling on them. This is mm. this is a crazy world we live in, Gleep. It is. We we do live in interesting times. Yes. All right. Until next time, then. We are those guys with ships, and this has been the Versecast. Cue music. Do you have a um, a monster this week? Do we have a? Is there like a wind monster or a a wind monster like a zephyr uh, perhaps? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, could be. Could be. Mm. They're, they're definitely okay. elemental. Uh, ah, yeah. There's elemental monster yep. things. Elemental monsters. We can do those for days because they're they're, they're quasi elemental monsters. You have the elemental monsters. Then you have the greater elementals. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. You go on for days with elementals. Lesser lesser elementals. Lesser elementals. Baby elementals. Micro elementals. <laughs> micro micro-mentals. Micro-mentals would be just Ooh, like... Micro-machines. A 
God, those like, are great. Ooh, yeah. like, like, like a fart. That would be a micro. <laughs> like a micro. It's kind of like an earth elemental and an air elemental. Had, yeah. a, had a baby. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Roll for damage. Roll for damage. Oh, God. Plus, <laughs> plus two damage to nostrils. 